and I feel so weird. I'm like, I was on the movie pod second, first time, long time, second time, long time, actually returning guest. You were on bling ring. I was on bling ring. That was a good movie too. I, I'm a movie hater, but when you get me to watch a movie, I'll probably have fun. You know, like that's the it, issue. It can't go like too extreme though. You, you get anxiety for movies, right? Yeah, I like, I, I was talking to somebody about that today. They were like, I have a pretty low um, cringe tolerance with okay. like film. And they're like, if I'm with a group of friends, I can watch a cringe film because we can all disperse the cringe amongst us. But when it's just me and it's cringy, I cannot watch it. And I was like, I can't do that either. Like I had to take breaks in between um, the edge of 17 and uh, uh, Black Swan. What was the like Swan, the Natalie Portman movie? The one where it's like a the little, ballerina. Yeah yeah, 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 that one. I had to take a break in the middle of watching that because it stressed me out so much. Really good film though. Because you just have to sit with the cringe and you can't like yeah. you know talk about it with other people. Yeah, yeah. I can't get. I can't. Some people like, watch horror movies that way too. I hate so it's it. just like yeah, like if you watch a horror movie with a bunch of other people, they're okay because then they feel like they're around somebody and they don't have to like feel the horror uh and like sit with it after yeah but then like yeah when you're around other people it's like you can kind of laugh and talk about it later so some people like just yeah they can't even uh do horror unless they're with other people i didn't even think about that because like a lot of like horror film enjoyment is like a group setting kind of thing like that's how people like do you want to watch a horror movie together and people like yeah Mm -hmm. but it's probably the group dynamic that makes it good i'm just an internet recluse so i if I just watch them by myself, and I'm like, this isn't fun. Why do people like mm-hmm. this? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like the adrenaline. They, they Like, people love the adrenaline that horror films give them. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like a, a thrill-seeker thing where they're watching something, and they're just like, okay, I'm getting a big adrenaline rush from this. Um, but then also I think there's just some people that just like the aesthetic of horror, and they love dark, gothic, creepy things. And that is just, they don't even get scared by the movies. They just get turned on by the dark gothic creep, creepy there's, factor of, of the movie. There's so. definitely like a like a gore porn kind of like subsection of horror. And like, I do not understand it because that's like my least favorite thing. Like Dead by Daylight, I can't play it. It's vile. Uh, I, I can't even watch like fake gore. Like I know it's fake, but I can't watch it. It's just, it's gross. If it's like campier, I can hand it, handle it more. But yeah, you were just saying like fake or so that's like more okay with me. But uh, like we're gonna watch this movie called Black Oats Daughter, uh-huh. and that movie I've already seen, and like it's like real realistic like murder and stuff, and that freaked me out because the sound editing like made it you could like hear the knife going in and I out. Hate so that. I hate that. Yeah. It was tough even when we watched Repo. When we watched Repo. It's like the gore is not like really gory. Even it's that's probably like the most palatable form of scary movie i could watch and i was still like this is a little too much gore for me and that was like also purposely trying to like be a little cringier slash uh campy yeah 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 and so it was like almost like a joke yeah that's like i have to it wasn't a joke of a movie but like they were in on the joke they were creating when they created all this campy horror to it it was, and, it's yeah. it's tongue in cheek. It's like yeah, this is a scary yeah, movie, but we want it to be a little fun too. Like not a scary movie, but a weird dark movie. You know, it's very self reflective. Like um, you know, okay, I was just talking with Kelly about this. Like Nick Cage, uh-huh. he's gotten to the point in his career where he's extremely self reflective on how like insane he is as an actor. Like he always goes on these revenge uh, 
revenge t- like trails basically where he tries to kill a bunch of people we watched uh this film called mandy which is it's like big 80s horror sci-fi aesthetic or it might even be 70s like even like the main character the main mandy uh she is reading these like 70s sci-fi books throughout uh the start of the movie mm-hmm. and but then it turns into like nick cage just you know going on a big like revenge uh fantasy basically and he is so like self-reflective on how fucking insane he is like he he's yelling like where's my shirt when somebody like took like i think ripped off his shirt mm-hmm. and it, it's interesting nick cage's like career arc i'm not sure if you ever watched national treasure or anything but i did watch national treasure but that's like so long ago and i know nicholas cage has been in like so so much stuff so it's it's hard to i also don't like keep up on actors Speaking of old movies, when you guys did your, like, top 10 movies of the 80s, mm-hmm. did you guys, like, had you guys, like, seen those movies before? Or did you watch movies from the 80s to pick a list? Because, like, if you were to ask me top 10 movies from the 80s, I would have a really hard time picking 10 movies made in the 80s that I've seen. Yeah, we we uh, see, uh saw all of them before. So, like, if somebody just did not see a movie, uh, then they didn't put it on their list. So, okay. like, there was, uh, I don't know, movies like Blue Velvet or, like, Raging Bull that I had my list that, mm-hmm. like, Kevin had never, or, like, Do the Right Thing was one that was really on my list. That was number two, because that's, uh, that's a Spike Lee film that I really enjoyed. But uh, Kevin had never even heard of the film, so, like, he couldn't put that on his list because he didn't know uh, that that was even a film that existed. So it's really just only films that we saw. It's always my problem with, like, a, like a film podcast. I like film. I like to listen to people discuss film when people discuss films I haven't seen. It's like, I have so much less like care to listen to what people have to say. Cause I have no point of reference for it, but I haven't seen any movies, you know, for, for sure. Well, yeah. Like I think our podcasts were, you know, a spoil, like our podcast dives into each scene of the film that we watch. And it's definitely just curated towards a 24, like lovers and nerds who, might have like gone on the same journey or are currently doing it where they're watching every single film in the A24 catalog. Mm-hmm. And so we're hoping that we're speaking to those people. But that's also why we have these uh, little you know episodes where it's in between our reviews now and we can just talk about more like general film and stuff like that and still be on our path of trying to review every A24 film. I'm glad you break it up like that. We're not talking yeah. film today, baby. Let's go. Dive into yeah. it. Does the music start now? When do you put the music on? Uh, I could start it right now, yeah. Start the music sure. right now. <laughs> go! A24 Vibe Discussion! Thanks for having me on, by the way. I really do appreciate it. Such a weird pull to have me on. I don't like, I don't do anything and I'm not super cool, but I just do silly stuff. I liked the idea of like just having a random improv episode. So yeah, we We used to do improv stuff. Yeah, for sure. B-dub scheme. This is what I, the first thing I really wanted to talk about, like, uh, I don't, you know, we're going to do mostly improv this episode, but I I am interested. I want the people to know about this B-dub scheme you're cooking up. Man, I want to tell everybody about how I'm wheeling and dealing for a free meal of B-dubs, man. This is like my life goal right now. 
So like I just live close enough to a Buffalo Wild Wings where like I can open up the app and like check in. Like I can geolocation check in every day. And every day that I geolocation check in, I get 10 points. So once I collect enough points, like 1,600 points, six, yeah, 1,600 points, I get a free meal because I'm going for a 10-piece boneless with fries, right? So that's 160 days. So I can do this twice a year, which makes it like worth my effort because like if I get one free meal a year, it'd be like, this is not worth my time. But two, two is pretty good. And then I was sitting there yesterday and I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, you could virtualize phones. Like I can emulate a phone and these phones can spoof GPS location, right? So why don't I just like set up a computer, emulate a bunch of phones on it, put all of their locations at this Buffalo Wild Wings, have them all download the app, make an account for them. And then just every day when I wake up, I just get on my phone server and check into the Buffalo Wild Wings app on 10 phones. And then I just on get- 10 phones. So you'd get 20 free meals in the year, right? Yeah, I would probably, I'd scale it down so I actually only get like one free meal a month. <laughs> can kid, you only go to that one B, the uh, restaurant you check into, or can you just go to any B-dubs? I can go to any B-dubs. So okay. it just like stores like, the points on my account. Yeah, they totally get uh, suspicious of you if you just had like 20 free meals at the one B-dubs. So you'd actually have to start driving around finding random B-dubs to go to. No, no. And- eating at different ones here's what i'm gonna do is i'm I'm gonna scale it up even harder and i'm gonna have to figure out the schedules of everybody so that somebody doesn't see me two weeks in a row Uh i just imagine me sitting outside the buffalo wild wings just like you know (laughs) hanging out chief and and then the manager walks out and i just flick my cigarette and go showtime and walk in and just like showtime baby hi i'm here to pick up a mobile order and that's (laughs) like that's my ocean's 11 and you can do mobile orders so you can just get takeout yeah i can just get takeout. like i can just place it Kind of a yeah. good system. Nobody nobody do this before I do it. Let me be the first person to do it. I'm not done with this yet. But once I do it, if this works, this is my yeah. magnum opus. I'm sure there is some random person that loves B-dubs that much out there that would con- like consider doing that too. But they, they wouldn't be listening to this podcast. I, I'm, I'm thinking the A24 fandom and B-dubs fandom might not overlap too much. But well, yeah. Yeah, you guys like fantasy football, right? Yeah, I mean, I do. Um, I guess Cole and like Nobody, Kevin do. So. Yeah. So but, the, yeah. I, so I guess sports people, uh, like, there's definitely a twenty four, like, fans that also like sports. So I think that there's makes overlap. Sense. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess like I, I don't really. I'm not a huge beat ups fan. I used to be a bigger beat ups fan. Obviously, when I ate meat, but like when I was like eighteen or nineteen, they'd they'd have those like deals mm-hmm. where it was like how much? It was like fifty cent boneless wings or fifty cent bone-in wings or whatever uh, all those deals did they're, they're not there anymore right it's just like isn't it kind of expensive i mean everything's expensive so is b-dubs but i think that they have like discounts on wings i'll tell you a deal that is going on right now because i'm in the wing sphere i'm in the wing kingdom right i got my my mind on wings and my money not on wings so i want free wings regardless uh applebee's has all you can eat boneless wings right now for like 13 oh, bucks all you can eat yeah, so, so you could just sit there all night and just eat boneless wings if you had maybe. the appetite. Yeah. You cannot find the terms and conditions online besides uh, the fact that okay. it's so it's started. It's for a limited time. Somebody who has done this so far, they actually this sounds really fun. So they got four people all together and they sat down on a table and they all got the all you can eat wings and they were like, as a team of four, how many wings can we eat? This kid ate like twenty six. I was like, no way. But they bring 26. you your first. They bring you your first plate of wings with fries, and it's ten bucks. And then when you want to refill, 
It's five wings, and then they ask if you want fries every other time. And you probably don't want fries if you're going for a challenge like this. Like, I'll take one point of fries. Oh, I do kind of want to do something like that, though, because one of the best articles I had read online, I think in the past like year, was like TGI Fridays was having all-you-can-eat mozzarella sticks. And this writer literally sat there all day and ate as many mozzarella sticks as possible because their editor was like, I'll pay you if you can finish X amount of mozzarella sticks or like sit in the restaurant for 10 hours, something like that. So they were just like, I'm in this... I'm in this TGI Fridays. I never want to eat another mozzarella stick in my life. And it was so fun to read. Like, that's Those the real Those must have hated him. Like, I'm, I'm, I guess it's, like, not much effort to just drop down, a like, a plate of mozzarella sticks. But then also, they would have to transfer probably the check to each server, like, between shifts, you know? I think that they did something. There was definitely, like, conversation within the article about the fact that one server shift was going to end and another shift was going to begin but closing the tab might cancel the like yeah Yeah. something like that but i know everybody got paid well for it the writer was super respectful to everybody in the restaurant made a couple friends while they were there actually because you just sat in the restaurant with everybody working for 10 hours like you're still here you're not getting paid for this like well i kind of am but you know i also get mozzarella sticks (laughs) do you know um eddie burback Uh, i think is eddie burback he's a youtuber no okay so he basically specializes he will do whole YouTube videos of like he went to every single rainforest cafe in the oh, North yeah, America. Oh yeah, that guy. I do yeah. know that guy actually. Yeah, and he did like every Margaritaville and shit. But like, I, he's he's funny. Like in the middle, it kind of gets like a little boring because like it, it's just him complaining. Like I'm so fucking sick of eating rainforest cafe for like a good five minutes in the middle, and then you know obviously like Margaritaville rainforest cafe, very few actually like have good. Uh, like food you know it's it's very <laughs> mediocre mall food for sure but i i think that like stuff like that like this b-dubs thing you're doing they're all kind of related in some way right it's it's just like you're doing it for a niche in a way but i'm, I'm definitely I doing, mean, you're it. doing it for a free meal but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing it because it's dumb and i want to see if i can finish yeah. it yeah and you were also like hacking speed limit signs too right oh no that's different i um okay the not can we even speed. talk about that? No, no, we can talk yeah. about that. It's not, I don't, I don't think what I did was illegal, but, um, yeah. because, well, they put up like speed sensor signs. So they don't display the speed, but they flash at you when you're driving by, you know, those signs that you drive by and it'll be like, it'll say like 35. And if you drive by, it'll flash at you. Oh, I guess it does a speed limit sign. So it does display the speed limit. Yeah. So uh, they put those up in my town and they were just hanging out and I was like, well, how do you connect these? And you just connect to them off Bluetooth. And I was like, well, I wonder if I can download the management app. And I downloaded the management app from the website. And I said, okay, great. So I took my laptop and I went over to the speed limit side and I connected to it. And I was like, okay, so there's no password on it. And then I was able to get all the logs and like all the cars I had driven by, what speed they had driven by. And I could adjust all like the settings for like what the sign does, like what it displays, when it flashes. But like, I didn't change any of that because it's malicious and I wouldn't do something like that. But it's just fun to do stuff like that just because I'm like, huh. How does that thing work? And then you learn about it, and you're like, oh. Can they actually, like, read uh, the cars that drive, like, the license plates? Do they, like, log them? No, no. It logs, oh, like... okay. I it, was like, that'd it, be fucking crazy. It just has, like, a timestamp of, like, when uh, when something passed by the sign and then at what speed it was going. Okay. So you can kind of see, like, at this time, these trends happen. It's more for tracking like that, not for, like... Also, interestingly enough, I learned a little bit about red light cameras, like the ones that would take a picture of your plate. There actually are not as many of those as you think. Most of the... They're definitely... I mean, they're in like a lot of big cities, right? Yeah. 
The one big city that I saw for an example only had one of those cameras. The other cameras that are up are actually just traffic flow control cameras. So like the big boxes that are there that like actually control the lights and stuff like that have a lot of like software in them that like watches cars and like figures out how to do the lights because the lights are kind of on timers like that. But the traffic flow cameras can sense and see like if there's backups at intersections and stuff like that and then adjust the lights to try and reduce traffic. I don't know how any of that works, but I know it does work like that. And I know that like in my learning that most of the cameras up aren't actually like red light or like stoplight picture taking cameras because those are bigger and need like a lot more equipment with them. But the ones that control traffic are like a little smaller and literally just watch traffic and then adjust the timing of the lights, which is still kind of cool. So you're the aspiring demon lord of friendship, right? Sure now, am, baby. Is all this stu- yeah, is all this stuff connected to uh, being the aspiring demon lord of friendship? You know, free B-dubs and, uh, get you know, get hacking the speed limit signs. It's like, it's kind of like a little, it's not like chaotic evil. It's not chaotic evil. What, what would it be? Like, it would be like lawful uh, evil, right? I think it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just mischievous at heart. I think I'm just curious and mischievous. I'm a little impish, you know? Perhaps there's just a little demon inside of me, and I'm working towards making the place a little bit more chaotic, but in a responsible kind of way. I don't that think... would be lawful chaotic? You've, you've explained to me the, uh, the different... The alignment chart before? Yeah. I think lawful evil... I think that's like... Let me see. Lawful evil character is an evil character either tries to impose or uphold a lawful system on others without regard for the wishes and or okay. adheres to a particular you're not lawful code. Evil. I guess yeah. I kind of well, I follow the rules, but I want to be evil. Like if there's well, rules lawful in place. evil, I guess it would probably be illegal to like change the speed limit signs. So, but like lawful evil would be like like policemen sometimes <laughs> like just being lawfully evil. Like they're yeah sometimes within their rights, but they're you know being assholes. But like uh, maybe like. Not I'm a cab, but yeah. like you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I my my brand of hell computers is definitely that's like my thing because I when I do like um I think you posted some of my art actually I do when I draw computers I always make them hell computer brand computers because I think those are cool and I'm like my like when I run like my servers and stuff like that and they need like a like a dummy domain name I always use hell.local as my domain name that's why my nice. website is hell.local actually. I'll plug that at the end. I don't know. If we're yeah, shout out held out local. Um, <laughs> what did what did I figure out? I, I was like unlawful, chaotic, good. Because I'm like empathic, but I love chaos. But I love like I think some laws are just fucking stupid and are made to be broken. And sometimes I think that it is worth it just to break a law. Because, That's like chaotic good. Yeah. Yeah, because like I just feel like, oh yeah, this law's here, but like. I don't know. I I think I should break this to prove a point or something. My friend, not my friend, guy I listen to who's a very cool guy and podcaster, Kevin Cole, always says that rules are fake. And that's just true. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of true. Well, I think the caveat there is rules are fake for people that have a lot of money. So if you have a lot of money, you don't, you know, have to adhere to any rules. My take on that is rules are fake, but we live in a society. So like, yeah, rules are fake. But also I think that it's it's reasonable to be respectful of the rules in place because if we all follow them it's a little bit better for all of us but also yeah i guess if you do have enough money you really don't have to follow rules it's like i guess like uh this is what i was thinking when i bought like we bought our house kelly Uh and i is that like 
everybody says how great it is to buy a house and uh, how it's better than renting. You can do whatever you want with your house. That's true. But it's basically like I'm just uh, transferring my rent to paying a bank. Like, I'm just paying a bank every month. And this is where, like, okay, rules, you know, they're real. Because if I just stop paying the bank uh, my, like, monthly mortgage, then my house would get overtaken. Same thing with if I was renting and I stopped paying the landlord, the landlord would kick me out of the house, right? Well, that's like a contractual agreement at that point, right? That's not necessarily yeah, a rule. I have a contract with the bank, like, yeah. you know, my mortgage. Yeah. It's like a contract, so but I it's think like a not rule that much different. is yeah. more like... Um, What's a good example of a rule that I think is fake? I think it's like weird that like things have value and people want to say that they retain value. That's not like a rule, but that's like a societal rule. Like when you get things that have value and people want mm-hmm. to keep things pristine because like the things we purchase are going to have like resale value in any way. And I think it's a really weird mindset to like follow all the time. But that's like mm-hmm. maybe just a societal kind of rule. I'm trying to think of like a real kind of rule. I guess you can jaywalk. Because, like, jaywalk. that's a rule, yeah. but, like, that's kind of a fake rule. If you're fast enough, you can jaywalk. Yeah. <laughs> I used to jaywalk all the time because, like, uh place where I grew up at, like, when I was a kid, I would just fucking jaywalk and not care about it. And I don't know why, um like, me and all of our, my gaggle of uh, little kids uh, when I was a kid uh, all did this. But then, like, it kind of, like, followed into when I was a grown-up. And I, uh, I live in Ferndale near Woodward and we would, I would just run across Woodward sometimes with, uh, me and like two other people. And that's a really fucking busy road. Yeah. I was going to say Woodward's like four lanes of people going 70. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. People are, were just like fucking yelling at me. And I like, I did it a few more times. I'm just like, I don't care. Let's just fucking jaywalk guys. And they would all like, (laughs) they would like roll down their windows and beep and be like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm driving here, jag off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in the big city now. (laughs) I've seen these New York cats just run across the street. I can do it in Ferndale. (laughs) I mean, people do in Detroit all the time, but like they will do it at more like uh, desolate intersections uh, or like, I mean, they'll do it on Woodward, but like in, places where there aren't a ton of people uh driving at all times yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely not optimal but, on like the busiest street what do you think of adam sandler in general yeah i like adam sandler i like his films billy madison is one of my favorite films that i think of all the time because it's just really quotable that veronica vaughn is one fine piece <laughs> of ass or something like that like I, th- I just think of quotes from that stop looking at me swan like i just think of that movie all the time so i rather care for adam sandler at least his films. Are you a 90s Adam Sandler fan, or do you actually like his later stuff, like 50 First Dates and, like, Click? I would watch his newer stuff. I haven't seen 50 First Dates or Click, but he was in, um, okay. was he, he was in Moneyball, right? No, Moneyball, like the, like the baseball movie? No, 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 he was in, uh, the Diamond movie. What's the Diamond movie? Oh, Uncut Gems, which Uncut is Gems. I don't know why I thought. <gasps> That's an anxiety trip. Did you I, already yeah, watch that one? No, not, not, we haven't reviewed it yet. My but... third appearance on the show? You, yeah, you could be on, <laughs> on it for that. Yeah, you need I mean, that's on. an anxiety trip, though. So, like, maybe we should watch that together because I think the whole point of that movie is anxiety. Have you seen Mystery Men? Have we talked about Mystery Men? Uh, we haven't talked about it, but that's the old, like, Ben Stiller movie, right? Yeah. Where, yeah, it's like the original superhero satire movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I really want to watch Mystery Men. Do you ever want to do that? Wasn't, there was one guy in there that was, like, a superhero farter, right? I have like, no idea. Like a, I haven't seen the oh, film. Oh, wait, you haven't seen it? Okay. No. Yeah. Have they, you? They had a lot of weird, like, uh, superhero powers. I'm going to start renting uh, DVDs from the library to rip them, I think. 
just so yeah. I can increase my movie collection. I like didn't realize that until today, and I was talking to one of my coworkers about how dope the library is. Mm-hmm. Books should be free for me because I love to read, but they're not. And then I was like, wait, this is why the library exists. Go to the library. So yeah. now the books are kind of free to me. So the library you can is my video games place. from some libraries too. I know. I was talking about that today, and they're like, they have like games and DVDs and stuff. And I was like, yeah, they do. And I could just rent them and then rip them and then return them. But so I could watch movies. Like, thanks, local library. We gotta support yeah, our library. Library is awesome. And like uh a lot of A twenty four films are on this uh if you type in your library card number into an app called Canopy with yep. a K, yeah, you uh can watch a shit ton of movies on there too. You were I think like way back when I was on your episode, you're like, Oh, you can maybe watch it on Canopy and I was like, I don't think I have a library card anymore. And then I went and I got a library card. Yeah. Only some libraries actually like have the deal with canopy or something where you type in your library card number and you can get a ton of movies, but yeah, mine does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and they have this whole like collection called the criterion collection, Mm -hmm. which if you're like a big film nerd, you're like, you're watching all of the criterion collection. Not for me. I'd rather watch all of Adam Sandler's work. Honestly, (laughs) I'm trying to, he had another thing like recently called Mirowitz stories. I think. I I don't know. He's, his career is so interesting. He's him and Nick Cage have are having like a I don't know if the, it's a similar career arc because I feel like Adam Sandler's still doing some pretty pretty bad movies uh recently. But he's an interesting guy. He likes basketball a lot. He will randomly do pickup basketball in uh, New York City with a lot of people. I'm just having this thought right now. I kind of want to throw that's actually really cool. Just play pickup bass. I think if I was famous, I would also want to do stuff like that. Just pretend like I'm a regular person Show sometimes. Yeah, yeah, just be like, hi, my name's Adam. Can I play basketball? They're like, Sandler? And you're like, yeah, but like, I'm just here to ball, you know? <laughs> do you think that, uh, so you've watched a lot of films, right? Like you're probably the person that I know the most that's into film. Do you think that probably. because you've seen a lot of film that you could act? Because I know like when you read a lot, you become a better writer by like absorbing writing. Right? Yeah. Does do you think that translates in any way? I I think I probably can. I, I'm a better actor than I was, especially like I guess in high school or something. Um, after watching all these films, mm-hmm. I like just doing our little like sketches slash, uh, even like stuff on like TikTok and stuff. Uh, I definitely think I can like actually do sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't say I can do it like. I can't go up to Second City in Chicago and just fucking go on stage and just be like, yeah, I can, I can fucking hang with you guys. But I think I can think like I, I'm a better writer than actor too. So if especially if I write a sketch, I think I can execute it pretty well. I certainly don't think I'm a very good writer at all. But I think that I like convinced myself I was an actor and then just tried to act enough where I was like, well, I kind of know how to act. Acting is just like being, but fake, right? And I'm great yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's actually weird. Like, there's people that really don't like film, um, and their big thing is that, like, they don't like acting, imitating real life, and they can tell, like, how fake uh, the acting performance is. And I guess, like, it's like you kind of have a lens over your eyes sometimes when you're a big, like, film nerd. Like, I can watch the shittiest movie and still drop my brain into, like, watching a shitty movie and not being like, this is, like, imitating... Or, you know, this is, like, a poor imitation of real life. I can be like, the acting's bad, but my brain will still, like, go into the world that the movie's trying to create. Okay. But so, like, yeah. still effective as a story. Yeah. But some people, I guess, just can't do that. Like, they 
they will watch there's people that just don't like movies you know they and like i guess you said you don't but uh there's some people that just really don't like the fact that it's just trying to imitate real life i don't want to come down too hard on movies i think that they're great little ways to tell a story it's just like they're all two hours long you know just give me the 90 minute animated film that's all i want our my our co- uh, co-host Cole, he's a big fan of just ninety-minute films, and some of the best classics of all time were like three-hour movies, like mm-hmm. uh, Schindler's List and mm-hmm. like even Lord of the Rings, like mm-hmm. each uh, Lord of the Rings film. Haven't finished but, a single and, one. Yeah, well, he he likes those, but then like, uh, yeah, at, like if a movie is just mediocre or just mediocre good, it cannot be over ninety minutes for him, or else he'll lose it. I like that. Which. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, there's so many also really good, like, 90-minute films that succinctly tell a great story, and they don't need to be in more than 90 minutes, and it's almost more impactful just because it's 90 minutes long, you know? That's how I felt with Barbie. Like, I really, really, really like to go see Barbie, but then, like, I was like, I would have cut, like, a half hour off that film. There was, a, like, a lot of, not, like, a lot of fluff, but I was like, I got it. There didn't have to be quite so much of it. But it was fun the entire time. I don't want to come down on Barbie. Yeah. I hate movies, but sure. I did like Barbie. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, they actually did like, uh, I think have even more in there. And Mattel, the um, corporation, wanted, they like got them to cut some stuff out. But like Greta Gerwig fought really hard to keep certain things in too. Okay. So, yeah, well, that's can, also a thing though. Yeah. I can see that if I was a director or like, I, uh, I don't know, did she write it? I think she wrote it. I can double check that. Yeah, I don't. I, I can imagine writing something like writing a full thing. Like you've written a film, right? Like you have a screenplay. Would it would be vile to try and cut some of that, right? Because you would be like, I cut as much as I could, and then I'd be like, we gotta cut twenty more minutes off of this, and you'd be like, where, dude? It's all relevant. Like I need all of it, and the studios are like, ah, they'll figure out the name of that one guy. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, and that's definitely a thing where, well, you write a film, and then usually you will find a producer uh, that will be able to produce the film, and this is an, it, this is if you're not directing, mm-hmm. and the producers are usually in line with uh, a movie studio, and the producers in the movie studio, their job, like, because the producers are, pre- uh, the producers and or movie studio are putting up all the money uh, to make the film, and their job is to make their money back. Which, this is also another thing. I don't know if you've seen the movie, uh, or the, yeah, the movie slash play The Producers. No. Okay, well, sometimes, uh, I guess movie studios make really shitty films just for tax purposes. Because if they show a huge loss on a film, Mm -hmm. then they can uh, reclaim a bunch of their taxes back. Oh. So, yeah, it's a weird thing. Um, We should start pitching films. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could... You could you could just start pitching shitty films. We should we should just write some real bum films and then just start pitching them to studios. Be like, listen, I know you guys need that tax write off. Actually, let's do it. (laughs) But but they wanted to produce a really shitty play. Our play, our our screenplay. It's the producers, but it's D E U C E because it's the sequel of the producers. It's like the producers to the producers. Something is that something? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Well, so okay, you got to know that the first producers the play they produced was called springtime for hitler and it was a hitler musical yeah okay i do know of that as a touch point yeah that uh but like yeah anyway but like yeah the movie studios producers have to get their money back and so that's where they're like okay we should cut this 10 minutes maybe make it a little shorter because i feel like you're losing people right here and i want to make my money back and also they'll change endings to films sometimes uh because they think that it's not rosy enough or happy enough and people will walk away 
disappointed and not want to see it again because the, the the films that have made the most money in the history of film are films that have a lot of rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's weird too because like Titanic is like a three hour movie, but so many people just went back to watch that, and that has a sad ending, I guess. But I mean, like, it's heartwarming. I think at Love Exists, I think is like what that film was trying to say in the end. But like, uh, Avatar, you know, that's another film that made shit tons of money. And yeah, yeah, well, like. Well, either way is avatar but, rewatchable i guess so for some people like I'm, i that's the thing i don't know too many huge a- avatar stands but they're definitely out there i like the film avatar but i didn't want to yeah. watch it a second time i liked it the first time because it was cool to look at like that was the coolest part of avatar is it looked awesome the the people that they, they go to see avatar like four or five times in theaters they just love it that much and i mean i think the first one was like 3d so the fact that it was 3D and it was like kind of groundbreaking for 3D film, I think. And that's what James Cameron does a lot. He has a lot of like groundbreaking films. And so they went to see it in 3D and were like blown away. And so they saw it like four or five times. Okay. So it kind of has to do with like the, the production value of the film too. That it's like a new experience that people are going to get. And I think there's a weird also like stoner uh, like subset of Avatar fans that get really fucking stoned or... And or take psychedelics and go to see Avatar and just get, like, blown away by the world and everything. They go to the theater? Yeah. You can get blasted and stay at home and watch Avatar. I guess not when it wasn't on DVD, but... Also, like, Planet Earth exists. I can't imagine being like, I want to watch a full (laughs) movie. I just want to watch, like, polar bears, like, hang out and stuff and be like, man, polar bears live really intricate lives, don't they? (laughs) Yeah, well, you have all those nature documentaries, like March of the Penguins and stuff, and... uh, so, like, okay, I saw Oppenheimer at the Michigan Science uh, uh, Theater. Michigan Science Center, sorry. <laughs> it's the theater in the Michigan Science Center. And, yeah, they played it on 70-millimeter IMAX in this gigantic dome. But that theater usually just plays nature documentaries. So you would go there and watch a huge documentary about polar bears okay. on 70-millimeter IMAX and just get spoon-fed polar bears, basically. I was so confused when I learned that there was a theater inside the Science Center. I was like is like do they the science center also plays films but mm. are they all science films but that's actually pretty cool if they're science films i guess it would be cool if i could like go to the science center and just like see die hard too i think that'd be cool but i prefer to see science movies i guess yeah no it's all like nature documentaries and or they definitely have like space documentaries they've made too and it, yeah. it's i i saw that because uh henry ford museum in dearborn uh they also have a gigantic imax theater and i saw I think it was just called like space shuttle or something when i was a kid and i remember like seeing it on this gigantic screen and it was pretty fucking dope to see like space like on 70 millimeter imax do you want to pivot off of movies real quick because i do have something about space yes i was just thinking about being a satellite today wouldn't that be wild just roaming around like if you were like cognizant as a satellite or yeah if i was like a satellite yeah. with ai and i gained sentience and i was just flying uh, through space yeah. i think that would be like a dreadfully boring but b kind of cool because like you just go you know like some of these satellites just go and they're just like i don't know where you i'm gonna just be end circling around the on around earth and or oh okay wait do you want to be one that's like shot into space yeah. and like you want to end up on a random planet yeah, I want to eventually crash into some defunct non-life hosting planet that's just a rock in like a different galaxy and just be like, wow, I got to see everything I passed by for 3,000 years and then crashed. <laughs> How lucky. What what uh planet would you want to go to the most if you could visit one planet? If I can go to any planet? Ooh, uh, I, they just found a new planet, actually. 
or not, I don't know oh, if they like found Planet it. Planet X. Something. They're... It's got water. Like a lot of it's water or like something like that. But it seems oceanic in nature. I think something like that would be the coolest. I think there's different planets that like. Well, they don't have like water, but they have like weird like the actual ground isn't like not well i guess if they had i guess well I, you, can you have water and no atmosphere that's not how i don't know anything about space why the fuck are we talking about space <laughs> because we're talking about satellites and being cognizant um, i just want to be a cognizant satellite well okay it would it would definitely get fucking boring but uh I, like okay i i think i would like to go to jupiter and this was actually um in Mandy, the movie, they asked this. Uh-huh. Uh, Jupiter has had, like, a storm going on for, like, almost a thousand years. Yeah. And I, I love fucking thunderstorms. Um, And I, I just thought about, like, how fucking cool it would be to see a storm and or a thunderstorm on another planet. And, like, all the different colors that you would experience yeah. that, like, probably aren't even... I mean, I guess our eyes can only experience so many colors, right? So, I don't know if you'd see, like, colors you could never see on different planets, but... I guess we can't see infrared light, so there is light that we can't see. So I guess it does, like, stand to reason that there is a possibility that there is, like, light that we can't perceive that produces colors that are different than the ones that we would be able to see. Right? For sure. Yeah, God. I think so. Like, this is a little like, heady. Our eyes. Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah. I'm not stoned enough to think about this right now. I can't do that. I can't do the bong gurgle. The wouldn't it be cool to be a satellite man (laughs) (laughs) that's what i like doing though if you were bald uh would you gain weight and only mow the lawn with your shirt off uh no wife beaters are the best article of clothing like like a shirts tank tops i don't care what you call them i call them wife beaters all the time but i think they're the dominant article of clothing and i'll tell you why one they're cheap two they're comfortable three they're unisex anybody can wear them they're like Four, you get. A, they look good with tomato sauce on them. Is that like a? Is that like a <laughs> Sopranos thing? I don't know. Like, no, like spaghetti sauce. <laughs> it's just like when I I don't know. I think of like a older Italian man. I do think of a older Italian man wearing a wife beater with tomato sauce or spaghetti sauce on I do, his wife beater. I do kind of like that vibe too. It makes me look like like mafia esque in a weird. I'm not like ripped. I'm not jacked or anything like that. But you know, it, it gives you that look. But I think that they're just really comfortable, and you can wear them as undershirts. Like when I wear hoodies and stuff like that, I always wear like wife beaters underneath them, just because it's like, what are you gonna do if you get hot, right? You're just gonna suffer. Oh, it's like I got another shirt on. It's fine. I was so I was just saying to Kelly though, if I was bald, I would have to gain some weight, and mm-hmm. I would only mow the lawn with my shirt off because it would just feel right. And I mean, maybe I'd get sunburnt a lot, but like that kind of goes into being bald, right? You want to be sunburnt. You want to look red. Is that is that the preferred look amongst bald people? I feel like it is. <laughs> is like lobster. Whenever, <laughs> yeah, I feel like whenever I I drive by a bald person mowing the lawn, they have their shirt off. Well, it's a good and way I to mow the lawn. You get hot out yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. sweaty and stuff. Like, it makes no reason to sweat through a shirt. And I, like, I, I don't know if, like, sometimes they wear jorts with, uh, like, no shirt on. That's a big thing, jorts and, like, athletic shoes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, you know, they wear athletic, like, just basketball shorts sometimes, too, mow the lawn. But, like, I feel like all the bald people got together and said, we need to mow the lawns with our shirt off and make this an aesthetic. Hmm. Maybe. I think that probably has to go in with like how mowing the lawn works. And that's a very hot and laborious task, but 
I also can't imagine being bald. I can never imagine myself going bald. Like, I don't think I'm going to because of, like, how genetics work. But I think even if, like, I did, I would be very, very, very upset about it and then just, okay. like, wear fake hair or something. Because I've had... Wig. I hate wigs, but I really would. I think I'm that vain. <laughs> I, gotta... I mean, like, there's there's different... there's They have so much technology now to, like, give people hair. Like, there's, like, hair transplants and shit, right? In 50 years, when we actually have to worry about balding, there's no way they're not going to solve that. The beauty industry is going to be like, well, we finally have fake hair. The AI made it somehow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure they already, like, are on the... Like, they're pretty much there to solving it, because there's, like, hair transplants and stuff. But, like... That's what I'm saying, though. Like, if I started going bald, I think I would just accept it. And then I would join the bald club and, you know, do all the things bald people do. It's pretty tough to get into those meetings at the bald club. You know, <laughs> they really they have the magnifying glass out and they really inspect to make sure every follicle shows no growth. They're like, all right, this one's good. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> would you get robot parts if you could? Because I super would. I think I've been a, a large proponent of that, too. Like, like. Would I purposely remove my hands and get a robot robot hands? You get elective surgery to get. Instead of like a robot, instead of a human arm, you get a robot arm instead. But you have not lost your arm. This is a replacement. Okay. I'm trying to think of like, and like, okay, it functioned just like a normal arm, but would I have like superpowers with the arm or like what? what's the, you know, appeal of going robot arm? Hmm. Well, just, just to have robot arms? Or? I guess a portion of your torso would probably also have to be metal as to affix the arm onto it. And it would make sense that if you have an arm with like a metal piece affixed to it, that you probably would have like some enhanced strength of some sort. I figure that like um, pieces of your, like you could probably just have like an NFC tag in your hand. People already do that. Like they like implant tags into them and stuff like that and use them as their like bus pass or subway passes and stuff like that. Like that's a real thing that you can do. So I figured you'd have some technology like that. You wouldn't have like an inspector gadget arm though, you know? You couldn't be like, go, go, gadget, extendo arm, and just, like, it's like a uh, telescoping arm or anything like that. So it wouldn't be like that, no. But it'd still but be like, like you... a metal arm. Like, imagine yeah. Jet, like, from um, uh, Cowboy Bebop, like, just Jet's arm. Uh, Did you get a Jet yeah. arm? Well, he, that was a, a arm out of, uh, it was necessity right because yeah, like I think, I think he actually got his arm cut off or something. i think he did too i haven't yeah. finished the series yet it's so good that's what i've seen well if, if um the only appeal of it was like i'd be able to get through like the subway faster which i i don't go on the subway but maybe i can like call people like i i'll have like a i don't know like an apple watch basically on yeah. my arm yeah well you'll also look cool I, yeah would it look i i don't know if i'd want to do it though because yeah I, man it i feel like cool. it feels so weird though Ah, I think you like, used to it. People with prosthetic legs probably think that it's a little weird when they're getting used to walking with a fake leg. But I don't think any of them are like, man, my leg is a yeah, bonk. They, like yeah, after a couple years, they they're like, like, that's my chose. leg. Yeah. I don't you think know, a lot of then, those people chose to get fake legs, though. <laughs> I think yeah, that's a exactly. necessity like, thing. That, I'm, like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I would choose to, to do that. That's okay. that's the question. Yeah. I think I would. I think I'm disconnected enough from reality where I'd be like, this could be cool. And then it would be. <laughs> but I'm into body mods, too. So, like, that might be the difference. I See, I like my body. I have an industrial, you know, but, like, I like my one body mod, but I don't know how many more I'd want to get. If I had, like, could get superpowers from the robot arms or legs, like, if I could run super fucking fast, I would consider getting robot legs, for sure. Both of them? I think so. If Like, how fast could I run, though? If I could f run at, like... 50 miles per hour or something and i could like just get to places super fast like call for takeout and then yeah. step out my like house and just run to the 
you know, get Thai food or something. Yeah. And run back. I mean, actually, I would totally drop my Thai food if I had to do that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, if I if I had to do if I could do that though, and I, I would probably do it. You're just like the DoorDash Hussein Bolt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but I'd only do it for like selfish purposes though. Oh like, yeah. I would, yeah. I wouldn't like just go to DoorDash or whatever and just be like, hey, got robot legs. I'm gonna start doing this can you pay me like twice uh the amount because i'm yeah, yeah you know they, i would well, wanna... they'd probably tell me to go fuck myself but yeah they'd be like wait you're not using a car and you'd be like no i got <laughs> robot legs and now i'm super fast i got bit by a robotic spider and now i have robot legs and now i run super fast it's sort of my origin story <laughs> doordash would be like what <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like well we'll actually pay you uh half of what we pay normal people because i don't know we suck there's there's no rights for for cyborgs yet. Like, there's no clause in your contract that they need to compensate yeah. cyborgs the same amount they get to compensate humans. And you're missing 25% they of the probably, part. yeah, that, that'd go into, uh, like, if we, if, if a bunch of AI became sentient, like Detroit become, becomes human, there'd probably be a bunch of dis, uh, discrimination against the AI and against, like, sentient robots because... They're different. They're taking our jobs. Blah 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 blah. This is the whole plot of Detroit Become Human. Well, I already and, hate the computer. I say eat it, binary breath to my computer <laughs> like every couple of days. I'm just get frustrated. I'm just like, oh, and I just say something derogatory to my computer. It doesn't hear me, but you know, I'm upset with it. <laughs> well, all right. I think uh, that'll be our podcast for the week. Uh, this is the aspiring demon lord of friendship. Do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah. I, I, I barely have anything I want to plug. I'm like not online. I don't do anything cool. Uh, you, uh, you know what? Go visit my website. This is the second time I'm talking about it. Visit me at hell.soy. That's hell.soy. Now with 20% more insanity. And I think that's the only thing I have to plug, really. Can I describe a little bit about your website, too? Because like it has like a late 90s... Uh like internet aesthetic oh yeah yeah you can tell you can give people a little a couple highlights of my site you can just check it all the time i'm always adding fun stuff to there i don't really know what i want to put there but it's just fun all i was gonna say is like yeah if you want uh you want to feel like you're in the late 90s on the internet go to his website because it's pretty fucking cool that's it's new hell.soy yeah hell yeah and uh, I'm, I will end on this. Um, Kelly just texted me. So we have this, like, uh, we call him wheelchair, man. He goes down our street in an electronic wheelchair. Um, and he kept on saying, like, he, I think something's wrong with him because he, like, he will repeat himself a lot. He came, like, when we were sitting on the porch, he came up to us and he said, like, Jeeps, they're not going to make them anymore. And he just kept saying that, like, yeah, Jeeps and then Oldsmobiles and then one more car they're just not going to make anymore and we looked it up jeeps are still going to be made but either way um, they haven't made oldsmobiles for a while have they no i don't think so, <laughs> okay. so something something's a little wrong with them uh and i guess at the end of this conversation because kelly just went out to get some food he said those things like repeated himself a few times but then at the end he said i'll give you a foot massage if you ever need one and uh then he wheeled off or electronically wheeled off well, if he's stolen that yeah. foot massages, don't mind if I do. Yeah, so I might take him up on that. I'm a mailman, <laughs> and I kind of need it. So, oh yeah, you got those mailman yeah. feet. Yeah, exactly. You ever gonna start your? You ever gonna start your OnlyFans? There you go. Yeah, I I, I do need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All we right. gotta get out of here. Yeah, have a good night, everyone. Uh, r- please rate and subscribe us. Bye. Twenty four on the rocks. Thank you.
24 Vibe Discussions!